Hey, this is BJ. Thanks for listening to our show's podcast. If you're a fan of all things geeky, you should check out my other podcast, BJ Shea's Geek Nation. We have new episodes every day, and you can check it out at BJGeekNation.com. Your wages are being garnished. We can stop that now. It's hard enough to pay your bills when things are good, let alone when a big chunk of your take-home pay is gone before you even get your check. I'm bankruptcy attorney Travis Gagné, and I can stop the garnishment and get the creditors off your back immediately, often the same day as our consultation. Both Chapter 7 and 13 provide bankruptcy relief, but choosing the right chapter is crucial. In a free consultation, we can create a plan to get your finances back under your control. The chapter you choose sets the tone for the next chapter of your life. Please contact me today at choosetherightchapter.com. That's choosetherightchapter.com. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. And if you want to listen to us anywhere you be, well, check out radio.com. Yep, you can get it on your computer stuff. And you can download the Radio.com app for your iPhone, your Android phone. Oh, and you can stream The Rock wherever you go. We can listen to us on your computer stuff. Yeah. If you've got computer <laughs> stuff, listen to us there, Radio.com. You got that uh, Get that laptop, Steve? You, you got that desktop? I'm rocking that laptop stuff. Yeah. So listen to us on your computer stuff or on your phone stuff. Go to Radio.com. Let's play Yeah, but I don't, you know, Reb never does that. I do. Well, not on Tuesday, but I did do something with tacos that I think Danny would be impressed with this weekend. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. Picture it didn't happen. I know, right? I can send you a picture of it because it was a taco pizza. Oh, how do you do that? The, instead of a sauce, they put down refried beans and then all of the taco stuff and then cooked it in a wood fire grill or whatever. Ooh, that's grill interesting. They did. I, I think instead that. of a crust, they could just use a giant tortilla. Yeah. I don't know if they did or not because I really wasn't paying attention. I was just eating all of it and I wasn't paying attention to the crust. <laughs> but no, it was fantastic. If it's masa, they're called sopes. And okay. you fry them and they're really delicious. All right Ooh. then. Yeah, I don't know. Sopes. I don't know if they used the soapies or not, but they did <laughs> use. Uh, I hope they do because you want to have a clean dish. <laughs> All of the wonderful taco ingredients. So. I I get feeling, to, what? Oh, no, go ahead. I was going to say a stupid joke. If it gets mossy, you need soapies. Oh. Uh, yeah. There's the That's comment I'm saying. Oh. I was going to say that it's going to be a turn down for Italian food for the Rev tonight. Though. I know. Oh, you hooked me up, dude. What? We went to Maggiano's with my parents last oh, night. Oh, Maggiano's is so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good, right? Mm-hmm. Incred- awesome service there. Everybody's really nice there. And But apparently when you order food, I don't know, certain parts of the menu, you also get a to-go item. Oh, yeah. Which is just insane. Because, like, you know, you eat so much pasta. Like, I couldn't even imagine eating pasta again tomorrow. Like, I had lasagna. They're like, well, what do you want mm. as your to-go? I'm like, what do you... She's like, you could do this, this. I'm like, all right, spaghetti and meatballs. And then my dad's getting raviolis. And so Rev's got it all now. Yes! Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Michelle, we got dinner tonight. Maybe. Awesome. Wow, Danny, uh, isn't it nice that... Um you and I weren't no even consulted. Yeah, well, it. It's first come, first serve. Yeah, and guess who's here first? Yep. The mm-hmm. early bird gets mm-hmm. the Italian food. Okay. And yeah. the Keurig machine. Boy. <laughs> and the Keurig machine? <laughs> gave him a Keurig machine, too? Yeah. Uh, 
What the hell? Yeah. It's the first person I see. I'm like, Rev, you want this? And I'm like, yes. Wow, Danny. Show yeah. up early. Yeah, if you get want here at four wow. in the morning and may, you maybe we'll get something awesome. Wow. We would have had the best breakfast ever today. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Coffee <laughs> and raviolis. We could have had some raviolis this morning. We still can. They're in the fridge. No. Oh, sweet. No. Those are mine. Already wow. claimed. You can't steal from there. Wow. And why are you giving away a cure rig? Because we got one of these like Nespresso machine thingies. Oh, so, awesome. cure, oh so you're done with the Curie, huh? Yeah, it's we don't need over. two coffee machines, BJ. I don't There's know. It's a great it's sale at Bed Bath & Beyond. So, like, we got hooked yeah. up. Was Nespresso like Next Level or something? Oh, it's yeah. so good. Yeah, you can froth the milk and everything now. Excuse me? Oh. Yeah, I do it every morning. I froth my milk. Okay. Interesting. All right. It's delicious. <laughs> I'll have to try it. I've been hearing about it. I think George Clooney's been talking about Nespresso. Yeah, he, he told me about it. That's yeah. why I got it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's get to our contestant today. We've got Johnny in Arlington. Johnny, are you there? Oh, yeah. Excellent. What's he playing for today? Uh, my Keurig machine, apparently, now. <laughs> Sorry, nope, it's in my kitchen. Uh, a pair of tickets to check out Roger Waters at the Tacoma Dome on September 19th. Go to KISW.com for all the details. If you want to see Roger Waters tickets, go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. through Ticketmaster.com. All right, Steve, get out of here. Yeah, take your pasta with you. <laughs> I will. For those playing at home, Johnny will have 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. Johnny, you can pass all you want, but you will only get three guesses per question. Are you ready? Yeah. A classic line from which 1972 film is, I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. Hot Father. Yes. What color is the font on the Burger King logo? Uh, red. Yes. The first Super Bowl was in which decade? Uh, 60s. Yes. What is the first full name of cartoon character Bart Simpson? Bartholomew. Yes. In which year of the mid-2010s did Pope Francis visit the United States? 2014, 15, 16. 15, yes. Who played the key master in the 80s movie Ghostbusters? Uh, Rick Moranis. Yes. In which country are the cities of Edinburgh and Glasgow located? Scotland. Yes. The core of the earth is mainly composed of nickel and what other ore? Uh, carbon. No. Um, what is it, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Um, iron. Yes. Quadriceps are muscles located where on the body? Thighs. Yes. In Monopoly, what is the accompanying property to Boardwalk? Uh, Park Place. Yes. And Johnny gets a perfect turn. Little help from someone in the background there, but you know what? Who did that? Vicky? No. No, he was talking to someone. Didn't you hear him? Oh, he was like, hey, I, I, I thought you was somebody that? here. Oh, well. I got, I got my 10-year-old backing me up over here. Man. Nice. Yes, we'll have to see if uh, Steve's smarter than a fifth grader or play. not. Yeah, oh, he's not smarter than me. He's not. I never did go, are you smarter than a fifth grader? That's where I get most of my questions, so this works out. Oh, boy. Steve, are you ready? Oh, yeah. A classic line from the 1972 film is, I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. Yes. From which one? Godfather. Yes. What color is the font in the Burger King logo? It's red. Yes. The first Super Bowl was in which decade? The 60s. Yes. What is the first full name of cartoon character Bart Simpson? Bartley. No. Bartholomew. Yes. In which year of the mid-2010s did Pope Francis visit the United States? 2016. No. What was the question again? Which year of the mid-2010s oh, oh, did Pope Francis 2015. Visit? Yes. Who played the key master in the 80s movie Ghostbusters? Rick Moranis. Yes. In which country are the cities of Edinburgh and Glasgow Scotland. located? Yes. Aye. The core of Aye. the earth is mainly composed of nickel and what other ore? 
Water? No. Dirt? No. Iron? Yes. Whatever. Quadriceps are muscles located where on the body? The legs. Yes. Ha ha. In Monopoly, what is Size. the accompanying property to boardwalk? Uh, Park Place. Yes. And Steve, you get a perfect 10. Uh, yeah. Oh, but you tie. Wow, you were really oh, fast. You were fast on that one. Fast on the button. I was excited. Yeah. You were excited. You needed a win today, man. Yeah, you well, you had a win. A, a premature night. tie right there, buddy. Yeah. You looked at Rev like if you were going to jump over and punch him. <laughs> yeah. I was like, why is he telling me not to play it? Yeah, you don't get the win. Congratulations, Usually you Johnny. pause. I was, dude, I just wanted to pick me up. I just needed it. You got that perfect 10, but unfortunately, so did Johnny. It's not unfortunately. Johnny's the man. He won. Well, right, Johnny? Johnny. <laughs> Hang on the line. I'll tell you what you got to get. No prize for you. No, don't no, you can't do that anymore. You got to stop playing that one, man. Yeah. Oh, really? Mix version. Oh, is that, oh, that what's going to happen? Remix. Yeah. DJ okay. Colin. Right, hold on. Did I get this? Okay. Yeah. Oh, geez. Radio. <laughs> well, yes. Congratulations to Johnny and Steve for getting a perfect tent. Apparently, yeah. those were easy questions. They were really easy. Yeah, they were super <laughs> easy. The, the dirt one almost got me. Yeah, I, I figured you would not get that, especially when your first answer to that was water and yeah. then dirt. Yeah. And then you said iron. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah good job. Because water is a great ore. I had to work it out. Yeah, you did. I mean, I mean you needed ore so. to actually travel to the water, water though. So I guess I guess we were going right. with that. Oh, yeah, O A R. Yeah, exactly. O-R-N. I see what he was doing. <sighs> you know, if you tie or beat Steve, that's there how you go. win the prize. Doesn't matter. Even if he gets a perfect 10, you get one, you get the prize. Just like that on Beat Migs. I don't know if you've seen this. There's a, a real cool TED Talk. It's a parody, actually, from The Onion. And it's a millennial talking about the tough job market. And then he unveils his secret to success. We've all heard it. Times are tough. I can't get a job. Nobody's hiring in this economy. Everyone wants to complain. But I have an important, life-changing message for those who do. Get it together and have your rich dad hook you up with a job at his company. (laughs) Harsh truth number one. Everyone needs to stop making excuses about how hard it is to find a job and just go get a job at their dad's dog food company. Harness the power of your dad. (laughs) Which brings me to harsh truth number two. You can't just expect your dad to give you a job. A great resume always stands out. Make sure to write your name on it so the lady in HR realizes that your dad is her boss. Yes. Thank you. So true. This all this is all all good advice. This is so far fetched. Nobody does that. Nobody does that. You know, that is something, but you know, that's been going on for years. People, I mean, the son, son-in-law, they always yeah, nepotism, get... Nepotism, right? Yeah, it's, it's happened for, I mean, everybody... Where, where you know, the, everyone starts the family business, right. somebody gets a job. This always happens. You're a traditionalist. Yeah. That's what it's all about, buddy. Well, now that you have a kid, yeah, it's going to be a whole different story. He? Yeah. I said, now that you have a kid, it's going to be a whole different story. Oh, you said he's going to be a whole different story. No. <laughs> no, it's going to be a whole different story. Well, she already, uh, I, I swung by the station yesterday yeah. you know, with, the, with, with little baby Tatum. Oh, really? And she's already uh, getting practice on your microphone there, BJ. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh she looks adorable. Yeah. I, you know, I actually don't like people touching my stuff, but I will make that exception. It's, she just puked on it. It was not a big deal. Ah, well, just spit up. Yeah, I mean, look, it's, oh my. I mean, what the hell, we're both we're both at that age. Yeah. I mean, seriously, it won't be long before I'm doing exactly the same thing she's doing. 
Yeah. <laughs> she just passed out. Yeah, she's it's done. Like, <laughs> she is so like you. I mean, honestly, sleeping at the radio station, that's exactly what you do. I don't sleep on the air. <laughs> yet. Not, not yet. Give you a couple more, more years, buddy. Yeah, that's awesome. But man, you, like you, you want to pop in real quick? And you, it's like it's an, it's so crazy how like word spreads so fast when there's a baby in the building. Yes, and it's like people who I never even have had conversations with are just like whoosh, baby. Yeah, it's kind of cool. <laughs> it's a good icebreaker. It's so true, dude. I mean, it is nuts how people go crazy for a baby. It's it, I almost felt like renting one just so I could get people to me. Oh rent man, a baby. Yeah, <laughs> they should have that service if you're socially awkward and don't like to talk to people or rent a baby. Like the baby. People will talk to you if you got a baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it definitely is like it, it, I think it just makes people feel like whoever you're talking to, like their guard is down and they're in the night. They're a nicer person. They're holding a child. Yeah. Just dress up Sarah as a baby. Yeah. Yeah, that'll work. Or me, I'm bald, so you that know, works. I mean, just carry me around. You do sleep a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> roll. Yeah. You, 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 I mean, you do everything. I do every. I fart. Yeah. You'd be the perfect baby. Yeah. If I could just find a way to carry you. That'd be a little awkward. We get one of those swaddle thingies. That you're oh, right. that oh, yeah. yeah, the swaddle thingies. That's it. The baby Bjorns. The baby yeah. Bjorns. Yeah, yeah, just have it like hooked up to. <laughs> That's perfect. You. That would be amazing because Steve, you're taller than him. You'd be put in the baby Bjorn, but you'd be carrying him. Yeah, yeah. see, that'd be great. You don't really have to carry me, so it's good on your back. We'll just be connected, but I'll walk with you. Yeah, I can't wait for it's that. Like day. a terrible human centipede. It sure is. When we do it, um, when we go to our radio convention. Oh, we're gonna do that, it there. Yeah, it'll be a good way for you to meet new people. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah, that'll, that'll, I'm sure me being strapped to another man, baby style, is gonna get me to meet a lot of people. <laughs> it only be weird when you have to feed me. <laughs> yeah, that would be weird. Well, that's okay. I'll get Danny to breastfeed you. All right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> can't just pass the buck. Uh, listen, he's gonna be the wet nurse. Okay. Yeah. Hey, what can I tell you? I'm just, uh, you know what, I don't have the capacity anymore. Sorry. Are you thinking like getting an award at this upcoming one? <laughs> I don't know. The rumor is I am, but that's what I need to do. Go up there with you attached yes. to me. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> and your wet nurse, Danny. Oh, Yay. and the wet nurse, Danny. <laughs> so while you're holding me, he's feeding. <laughs> yeah, and I accept the award. This will be the greatest award ceremony ever. Yeah, it will. All right, let's get working on it, guys. It'll be talked about for years. Yeah, it will. <laughs> We probably won't be allowed back. But. That'll probably be the last time they hand out that award. Yeah, that's for sure. Which means you leave on top. Yeah, nobody will want that award after that. Uh, of course, um, you know, uh, Kobe Bryant passed away. A lot of folks are talking about different things to do and different ways he's been honored so far. And uh, planters themselves have said, yeah, you know what? We're going to pause the ad campaign hyping the oh. tragic death of Mr. Peanut because they, they feel it would be insensitive with Kobe's death. Yeah, talk about bad timing. Because, yeah. I mean, the whole thing is a crash. Yeah. And it kills Mr. Peanut. Oh, man. It's just like what happened with Vince McMahon. When he, he had, blew up the limo. Yeah, and he had to stop that. Yeah, because of the Chris Benoit thing. Yeah, so um, people were searching RIP-related hashtags on social media to see stuff about Kobe. And Planters had a bunch of sponsored posts about Mr. Peanut. And so that's all that kept showing up. And well, Planters, they said, they look, they're going to still move forward with their Super Bowl ads, which will somehow involve Mr. Peanut's funeral. And a rep said, quote, we deeply regret any offense or upset caused by this coincidental timing. We're saddened by this weekend's news and Planners has paused all online campaign activities, including paid media. And we'll evaluate next steps through a lens of sensitivity to those impacted by this tragedy. I mean, they did this commercial before it happened. I was going to say, what, yeah, I, mean, I mean, why are they in trouble? Probably because of just how the people are on I social know. media. Everyone's looking for something to be mad about and, and, and something to cancel somebody over. Yeah. And... I mean, it's obvious that they didn't plan this. 
Yeah, I'll tell you, the cancel culture is really saddening to me. Uh, and, you know, look, I, I, I just we're, we're just going crazy about everything. You can't even have a, a different opinion that might even be reasonable anymore. You'll get canceled. Yes. It's just, you know, if, if, if you because we could say, well, this was before Kobe's death. Oh, really? Well, you're insensitive. I mean, mm-hmm. just they just start they get mad at you. And they made the adjustments. I mean, that's an unfortunate thing that happened, obviously, and they weren't planning on it. I don't think they should have to make the adjustment. I don't understand why, how the two are related at all. I mean, yeah, I just think that they're in a business where they, they know that, that people are going to be bitching about it. I, I, I see what you mean. But, like, they, they're probably like, well, our peanut, which is, died in a car crash. So people are upset, like, because yeah. of the helicopter crash. Yeah, but, it's, that's, that's the thing. It's like, I, I, I understand why they have to do right, it. Right, right. But is this it makes the, no sense that they should. Is this the voice of America? Because I was now I have no idea, uh, you know, how true this is. But uh, in a recent episode of Bill Maher, he said that they've done studies that say the majority of the country hate the cancel culture. So then, why are we still giving into the cancel culture? Well, what did I? I saw something that's like when you really think about it. Let's use Twitter because that seems to be the place where people go on their soapbox and they want to have things shut down. At the end of the day, the number of people on Twitter is like a just small percentage of, of, of the Americans that live in this world. Yeah. But everybody is reacting to that very, very, I mean, it's minute. When you really boil it down, when you think about the number of people on this, in this world, yeah. and also just in this country, and the number of people that are on that, any social media platform, it's really tiny. But these businesses, that's the people they're hearing from. Because most people don't give a F, and they just go on with their day, and they're not contacting companies, but that vocal minority are just so loud, and are in their face, and they have instant connection with whatever brand it is, that that they're making these, these knee-jerk reactions because of this minority. Yeah, this is not a good thing, because our country is already run by minorities. It really is. It's the extremists, because the, what I mean by that is, is that the majority of people don't vote. So it is the minority people that are actually making the choices, doing what they're doing, their voices. And then out of that minority, the extremist minorities are the ones that we hear from. The extreme left, the extreme right. Mm-hmm. And they don't represent the average person. They just don't. Neither side. But that's God. what's in your face all the yeah. time. And so that's the sad thing is like the majority of us are sitting there scratching our head going, am I crazy? Is this world gone nuts? And it's like, no. You, me, and everybody that thinks like us are the majority, but we are just, like Steve said, for some reason, we just don't make our voices heard because we got lives to lead, and we're not usually bothered by pretty much what goes on there. But it's like, yeah, things are pretty cool. I don't need to get on there and contact a company, I, I, or I won't go to that restaurant, or I won't buy that product if I don't like it, but I don't have to sit there and drive them crazy. I just now, I walk around life, and anyone just upsets me, I just say, you're canceled. Yeah. Guy didn't hold the door yesterday. I'm like, you're canceled, sir. You're canceled, sir. Mm-hmm. I'm canceling you. It's it's an interesting thing. I would thing. give you a tip, but I've canceled you. So oh, I'm yeah. So you got to cancel the people. You don't give them a tip and you cancel them. You do yes. both. Yeah. And make sure you send a letter. Uh, you know, because nobody does that anymore. You want to go old school. A letter. Send a letter. It's old I school. I tweet about it. Ah, see, you know, I like to go old school. I'm sending a letter to you, sir. You're going to get canceled on paper. We got this cop in Wisconsin. He's making news because he pulled over a wiener. I'll tell you what happened at 717 on The Rock. BJ and Migs. Mornings on The Rock. 99.9 KISW. 99.9 KISW. The Rock of Seattle. There was a cop in... uh, Waukesha, Wisconsin. Waukesha. Waukesha. And this cop pulled over 
The Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Are you kidding me? That happened. It happened over the weekend. The reason being is the Wienermobile did not move to the side of the road for an emergency vehicle. And even if you're the Wienermobile, you still got to pull over. You don't want to be stuck behind the wiener. No, you really don't. Not if you're trying to save lives. Right. (laughs) You might be trying to save somebody's wiener, actually. You don't know what the heck the accident might be. Negligent driver, whoever had that wienermobile. The cop did let the driver off with a warning. So at least, you know, no tickets were issued. And I don't know if any wieners were exchanged. I don't know if there was a Do they have involved. like a, access to like just like a bunch of warm wieners in the back of the mobile? I would hope so. Wouldn't that make it even more awesome? I mean, it's a huge vehicle. You would think in the back they'd have like just, you know. I want that in my fantasy. A wiener ready to go. Whoever pops up, hey, can I have a wiener? Sure. They don't have it. I've been in the wiener mobile before. What's inside the wiener mobile? It's literally just like seats and they had like a video game for them to play. Boring. And they gave you a weenie whistle. That's it? Yeah. There's, there's no, no food. Much. There's not much. I mean, they give you coupons. A weenie whistle sounds like fun at parties. Yeah. yeah. Right? That's right. I would think that they'd have like a little grill or something no. that you could cook up a wiener. I guess it's not a food truck. It really know, it should be a food truck. <laughs> I mean, you never know when you might need one. I agree. I am not going to argue with you that they should have wieners on demand. Yeah. I would love to travel in this thing. This would be the best band vehicle. Yeah. How'd you get in it, Danny? Was it a radio thing? Yeah, they came by the radio station Damn. in Albuquerque and they were Damn. like, here you go. Some people get to fly with the Blue Angels and others get to ride in the Wienermobile. <laughs> oh, and that's much better if you ask me. Agreed. Yeah. You don't throw up after going in the Wienermobile. That's no. a beautiful thing. That looks awesome. They even had the ceiling painted to look like the sky. <laughs> oh, dang. Is it impressive, Danny? The picture's looking impressive. Eh. Oh, Danny. Just I, eh. I was, I was really food? disappointed with it. Well, yeah, I just like I expected more. I expected more than a weenie whistle. Well, you have, I, we forget you're the Disneyland guy, so of course the Wiener Mobile is not going to hold a, a candle to Disney World or That's Disney. True, yeah, it looks like it holds a good like nine, ten people comfortably. Again, though, they could take some of those seats out and put the food in, Steve. Yep. So it says I've been on the Wiener Mobile. They've given me a weenie whistle. Yeah, that's not what we want. <laughs> Can you Google what a weenie whistle looks like? I just did, and unfortunately... Well, Turn the safe search on. Hey, yeah. super small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a picture of Rev that shows up. Hey. Hey. <laughs> yeah. That is a teeny tiny wiener. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's sick. You. What are you looking at again? Don't look at me when you say that. Eh. You get it for 10 bucks online. Oh, I'd rather go oh. drive in the wiener mobile and get it for free. Yeah. Okay, They're just giving on. out money, aren't they? Yeah, they are. So I want to know, isn't that Vicky's nickname? Which one? <laughs> Wiener whistle. Yes. Yeah. There's that. Uh, lovely. Now, it's the lukewarm topic of the day. So, yeah, this cop uh, in Wisconsin pulled over the Wienermobile. And the person was, you know, that was their job. They had to drive the Wienermobile. So, uh, or, you know, you could go either way. Or it could be for the cop. Like, wow, while I was work, I did not expect that I would be pulling over the Wienermobile. And Wienermobile guy probably thought, you know what? Everybody loves us. How am I getting pulled over? That's a very bizarre thing to happen for both of them while they were working. The picture's so great because there's the cop with the lights on right behind the Wienermobile. Yeah. The Wienermobile does look impressive. It looks huge. Yeah. <laughs> huge. And then they give you the tiny wiener whistle. The tiny wiener whistle is what they give you. So we wanted to finish this sentence based on this whole situation. I didn't expect blank to happen to me while at work. Because that cop didn't expect he'd be pulling over the Wienermobile, that's for sure. How about you? 206-421-ROCK. Text us at 77999. Fill in this sentence. I didn't expect blank to happen to me while I was at work. Your calls, your text after POD on The Rock. BJ and Migs. Mornings on The Rock. 99.9 KISW. 99.9 KISW. The Rock of Seattle. 
A cop in Wisconsin pulled over the Wienermobile. Based on this, we want you to finish this sentence or fill it in, actually. I didn't expect blank to happen to me while at work. 206-421-ROCK. Text us at 77999. This one makes me jealous. I met Eddie Vedder one time when I was working in front of the house. Ooh. You're just hanging out, doing your job outside of Eddie's house, and there's there's Eddie. I guess that's the odds are in your favor if you're going to work outside his house. There's that makes sense. You might meet Eddie Vedder. Yeah, I mean, you know, that, the, the, I would take that job at all, anybody at all. If I get to do anybody's house as a celebrity, I'm like, maybe this is the day. But I was welding at my bench, and I heard a huge crash. I looked up, and there was a fork from the forklift sticking through the wall about a half a foot from my head. Turns out our morning operator came in drunk that morning and drove the forklift. Fun times from Justin in Burlington. Oh, dude. I mean, you were that close to maybe getting, yeah, that ain't, well, that ain't good. Oh, I like this one. This is like straight out of um, one of those penthouse forums. I was in high school. I delivered pizza for round table pizza in this beautiful city known as Auburn, Washington. Oh, Auburn. I have countless stories of strange occurrences while delivering pizzas in that region. I think the best was a woman answering the door completely naked. Yeah. And she was quite attractive, too. Wow. I was young, like 16 or 17. She was probably in her mid to late 20s. And, and I was just left speechless. I just stood there in awe, mumbling and needing about needing her to sign the receipts. She signed it, said thank you, and just gave me a decent tip. She knew what she was doing. I also had a gun pulled on me one time, and I was tipped with marijuana countless times, which was cool. She knew what she was doing. Of course she did. She was standing in front of you naked. I mean, of course she knew what she, <laughs> she was doing. She had no idea what she was doing. Oh, I, happy coincidence. Oh, I totally forgot that I answered the door naked. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, did, I yeah, Wow, and you get a tip. How yeah. about that? You probably could have got well. Yeah, I yeah I would have. I feel like yeah. It's I mean wow. I mean that never happened to me. And I that may yeah. Okay. Two zero six four two one Rock Texas at seven seven nine nine nine. Finish the sentence. Fill it in. I didn't expect a blank to happen to me while I was at work. I didn't expect to come into work and then, as part of my job, get to slap. A co-worker, not once, but twice. Oh, yeah. One with each hand. Woo, do it. It was a great day. Oh, well, Danny yeah. was out of line that day. Yeah, he yep. deserved it. Oh, yeah. Sure. Thank you again for putting me back in line. You liked it. <laughs> it was for one of our games we did, and I had to do both hands, and I think they equally hurt. Oh, yeah. Because got- Vicky's got good slapping hands. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, got- yeah. She really puts her puts some mustard into it. <laughs> good slapping hands? Yeah, my, my dad calls them my uh, catcher's mitts because they're so big. Like Russell Wilson. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Vicky would be a great football player. But then again, uh, if you have issues where you're not too sure about, you know, how you stand up against other people, Vicky is not going to make you feel any better. No. Nope. Oh, that's why I did not expect to meet Edward James almost at a paintball park at work. I was I was working as a referee. Oh man, awesome. Commander Adama. I wonder how good he was at paintball. Oh, that as a referee. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Wait, was Edward paintballing or was yes. he? Oh, he was. The guy was the referee there. Oh, how fun is that? That'd be awesome. Oh, would you target man. him? Like if you were playing in a game and no. like, I'm bringing my buddy and it's my buddy Ed and then he shows up and it's an actor. Yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't go for a gusto on him? It depends on what level of Ed's life is. You know, if, if he's a younger man, he's a strapping man, yes. But I feel like, you know, right now, you know, Edward is... But it's paintball, is, man. He chose to be in this. He did show. You're right. Yeah. He did choose to be it. But I feel like I, I couldn't shoot at the old guy. Of course, I am the old guy as well. So maybe I could try and he would still probably riddle me with bullets because he's in better shape and, than I am. And believe me, if you were out on paintball field, I would be loading you up with paintballs. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I know that. You would. You'd be loading up anybody you hate. Yeah, no, mostly I mean, you, mostly you, mostly you. But I would be honest, though, if someone said, hey, that's Edward James Olmos, I'm like, oh, I'm definitely targeting that dude. Really? Yeah, yeah, just so you can tell your buddies, I totally just lit up Edward James Olmos. I don't even know how to pronounce his last name, is that right? No, almost. You got okay, it. Cool. Yeah. yeah, you almost got it right. 
Yeah. Oh. That would be cool. He's a good actor. I dig a lot of stuff he's in. He's he's done a good job in the uh, uh, the Mayans motorcycle uh, show that's on. Along the same lines, uh, when I was doing a bunch of like random jobs, I picked up like an extra acting job, and I got to play backing fake guitar for James Blunt's band. <laughs> Did not expect that to happen. The way the guy that does the "I'm Beautiful" song. Wait a second, and you were and and you I, were I like the, it better when he does it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm hey, pretty hey, terrible. You mean you? So they just needed a guy looking like he was playing guitar. Yeah, this I was I was walking at school one day, and they're like, "You could look like you could be in a band. Come over and do you want to do some extra work in a movie?" And I was like, "Sure." And it was like actually ended up being a TV show called. I don't even remember. But at that point, it was just so funny because I, I had no idea who he was. It was before he blew up. And I was just like, oh, this guy. And then all of a sudden, he's on the radio everywhere. And I was like, hey, I played fake guitar for you. So is that video somewhere? Yeah. We got to get that, Danny. Okay, let's, put, let's post that video. Yeah, find it. I want to see that. I want right. to see you rocking out with James Blunt. And then you could just lie and say you were in his band. I was in his you band. Have video proof. It was so funny, too, because the bass player was also like just, and we were all fake, the backing band. But the bass player was totally faking out one of the lead actresses on the show. And he was like, yeah, we, we go on tour all the time and stuff. Until James Blunt was like, yeah, I don't know these guys. And the girl <laughs> completely, oh, he was. It was great. Uh, How'd she react to that? She didn't talk to him anymore. Oh, yeah, awesome. Yeah, he was trying to mack on the situation, and then James Blunt said, "Shut down." Yeah, yeah, it was great. I think they call that a block of some sort of rhymes with block. <laughs> so yeah. I didn't expect to meet while I work. Steve Miggs. I work at the collection room that he's talked at. <laughs> oh, that! Oh, the collection, oh. the the stuff the collection, fertility room. clinic. Nice oh, to see you. Oh, that is the most awkward place to meet anybody. Yes, you don't want to meet anybody Those there. In our days of trying to you know go through the fertility stuff, yeah, before we had Tatum, and was it before or after you met him? That I don't want to. We don't need to go into that, do we? Oh <laughs> but man, because then you don't shake hands. You can't shake hands with anybody in that clinic, right? I've had some moments where people have texted and saying, "I saw you there. I just didn't want to talk to you because I figured it would be awkward," and I was like. More often, 99 times out of 100, I would say, please say hi. Someone like, whatever, you know how you get that. So like, I yeah. saw you at Fred Meyer. I, I, I didn't want to bug you. I'm like, no, please do. Yeah, we always say that. Please do. Except that is the one of the 100 yeah. that I would prefer that someone, and I appreciated that. Because one time someone did, like, Steve Meggs. And I'm like, I'm not shaking your hand. Do you mind if somebody says hi to you in the bathroom? Because again, bathroom? it's a, yeah. Because well, it happened at the airport bathroom. Oh yeah, I don't mind. That. But see, that's the awkward part because you, you don't, don't want to shake hands. Yeah, that's the thing, and yet it's so. Hey, and you can just see both of us going. Oh right, we're in a bathroom. We're not going to do. Oh hey, good to see you. You know, it's bathrooms are tough too. Do you bump elbows or something along those lines? No, we just I, tap I, feet. I, we just you oh, know tap we, feet. Yeah, that's it. We tap. <laughs> I feet. think that's a different signal. Yeah, well, in oh. Boise, that's what no we do. When do I get awkward every time I do that? Yeah, you don't want to do that, especially in Boise. Someone says I wasn't expecting to meet Cam Chancellor at Ashley's Furniture. Uh, I saw him from afar. I nodded at him. He nodded back, and we went our ways. Oh, I didn't want to disturb the man. Is Ashley's Furniture a good joint? You got to think if Cam's shopping there, it's going to be a good joint. Yeah, it's not bad. It's a furniture store. It's got furniture. Well, there are certain furniture stores that are <laughs> high level, <laughs> mid level, and low level. I feel like know? it's like a mid to high. I don't know. It's got to be if Cam Chance was going there, right? He's got some cash. He's not going to go to a low rent place. Well, yeah, he might be a man of uh, you know. He still believes in working on a budget. Really? Wouldn't that be I, I awesome if you ran into somebody like you had a ton of money and they were like a discount furniture? You and there they are, and you go, "Son of a gun! Look at Russell Wilson." He's like, "Hey, I make. Hey, look at buddy. Just because I make cash doesn't mean I want a bargain." Yeah, I was in there one time, but I was there for like some kind of an event that was going on, and I didn't bother to look at the prices. But the furniture looked fine. But I mean, yeah. like celebrities will still go get fast food. 
We saw Bill Gates waiting in line at a Dick's. Well, that's because that's great fast food. I mean, Bill Gates is smart. Of all the fast food places he goes to, he knows that Dick's Deluxe is really named appropriately. And if he goes today, he could get a 19-cent burger. But only one. Only one per customer. So be I feel like, like Bill Steve. Gates could probably do whatever he wants. Oh, you think Bill Gates could go in there? <laughs> like, give I, me everything. <laughs> I feel like he'd also pay more than 19 cents, or he'd leave a nice tip. That's true. Yeah, I feel like Bill would do that. So as I met Ryan Stiles at work, I said, hey, you're Ryan Stiles. He replied, hey, you're that guy that kept walking. Funny dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I always do love the good responses because people do get all tongue-tied yeah. when they see somebody who's a celebrity. And, you know, the responses from celebrities can be really awesome. I noticed uh, your son's in the room. Oh, look at that. Joey D's nuts. So what blank is he filling in? I didn't expect blank to happen to me while at work. I gets not. paid by his dad. I would pay, right? <laughs> hey. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, thanks. Oh, no, uh, I did not expect to get asked to vacuum up smoke while at work. Dude, I was working at QSC. Vacuum up smoke? Yeah. Like pot smoke? Yeah. Well, that's what it turned out to be, dude. But <laughs> I, I was freaking out, right? Because I get called back, and you can't vacuum up milk. They say, hey, can you bring the vacuum back to the dairy? So I walk back to the dairy. Everything looks fine. Nothing out of the ordinary. Until my friend Corey opens up the dairy door, and this huge smoke cloud comes out. And I'm like, holy crap. The dairy's on fire. And I'm this idiot with a vacuum cleaner who's going to try to put out a fire. You know, what is this going to do? And he, I go, Corey, dude, what's going on? He goes, oh, man, is it that noticeable? I'm like, dude, turn around. And he turns around and he goes, oh, man, yeah, dude, I accidentally hotboxed the dairy. And I'm like, why did you have me bring a fire or uh, a vacuum cleaner back here? What is this going to do? I kind of love supermarkets. And he's like, oh, well, you know, I didn't know a good way to get rid of the smell. So I thought you could, like, suck up the smoke with the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Dude, I go in there and you, you, I mean, it, there's like, you can't see anything. Did you try? I, I turned it on for him. And I told him, look how effective this is. You moron, don't <laughs> open up any of these doors. They're going to know you did this. <laughs> You know, you really you do know get the old high. standard of just getting like one of those like old paper towel tubes filled with like you know dryer sheets and blow into it. You know, do something, anything. Nah, he's a he's a rookie. The best part is the other dairy door leads outside that he could have just opened. Oh, but that's he, even smarter. But it yeah. was locked, and he's like, oh, I forgot where I put the key. Oh, there we I'm go. Like, oh. He's not going to remember if he's hotbox himself either. He's not even going to remember his name. He's lucky he does. So I spent 20 minutes with a vacuum cleaner. Did it, did it work? Did you, were you able to vacuum up smoke? It did not work, and uh, I got a contact eye, so that was fun. Ah, uh, the world of supermarkets. We got a new survey, and they asked people, hey, what is your top goal for 2020? What do you think topped the list? I'm going to tell you. It's 747 on The Rock. Today's podcast was brought to you by Travis Gagne, bankruptcy attorney. He's here right now and has agreed to answer more of your questions about bankruptcy. How much does bankruptcy cost? Usually with my office, we, we do a flat fee that includes all your court costs, filing fees, credit counseling, credit reports, and one cost in Chapter 13 cases. That usually starts at about $900 uh, with Chapter 7 cases. So total costs, including all your court costs, attorney fees, is usually about $1,500. We offer payment plans on Chapter 7, so you can start a file with my office for as little as $200. You can send your creditor calls to us. We'll take your creditor calls while you get gather up your information and, and pay, make payments on the rest of the fees. But Chapter 13 cases, uh, we can make payment arrangements in most cases as well and get your case filed even sooner in a Chapter 13 case because of the reorganization aspect to it. Thanks, Travis. If you have more questions about bankruptcy, you can reach out to Travis anytime at choosetherightchapter.com. That's choose the right chapter.com. Thanks for listening.